Welcome to the Covenant Life Center podcast. We're so thankful that you chose to listen to this message. To get more connected with us, you can look us up on all social media at CLC Victoria and download our app. Now, here's this week's message. Uh, I'm so excited about what I'm going to be teaching on tonight. Um, This is something that uh, I learned a long time ago to do and praise God. If we are to, if uh, when we're seeking God's uh, will, if we do these uh, five things, uh, it's going to be amazing the direction God will take you in life. Um, what I'll be teaching on is seeking God's will. I want us to pray first, please. Father, I just praise you and I thank you for tonight, Lord. I thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. I humbly come to you, Father God, and I ask you to speak through me, Lord. And Father God, that each one of us, Lord, that we just open our hearts and our minds to receive what you have to say, Lord, because we want your will in our, in our lives, in every area of our lives. Father, we love you and we praise you. And we thank you for never giving up on us. We thank you for loving us and forgiving us when we mess up. You're so good to us. You're so good to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Seeking God's will. Seeking God's will. Um, Where I'm going to start teaching on is going to be in the book of Acts. And um, Paul here has been um, traveling, speaking the word of God. He was on a missionary journey. And here in Acts uh, 16, 6 through 8, he is on his second missionary journey. So this is where we're going to start. Acts 16, 6 through 8, New King James. Now when they, that's Paul and Silas, had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mysia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So passing by Mysia, they came down Troas. So here we see that the Holy Spirit literally closed the door twice for Paul. So you know that he must have been wondering, what direction do I go in this missionary journey, my second missionary journey, amen? So he's seeking God, and literally the Holy Spirit closed the door on him twice. When we go and we seek God's will, the Holy Spirit is going to guide us. Here we see Paul obeying the Holy Spirit in which way to travel. The Holy Spirit guides us to the right places. But he also guides us away from the wrong places. Amen? We want him to guide us away from the wrong places. As we seek God, God's will, it is important to know what God wants us to do and where he wants us to go. But it is equally important to know what God does not want us to do and where he does not want us to go. Amen? These five things that I'm I'm going to teach on tonight, I'm telling you, if you will follow these five things, just go down the five, the, the five things as you're seeking God, 
for direction, whether it's your job, whether um, uh, uh, you're asked, you know, you, they want to give you a promotion, whatever it is in, you know, being a wife, making decisions for the family, being a husband, knowing what to do. God is going to show us. These five things have helped, helped me, uh, myself, and Koi so much in our lives because we want to do God's will. Number one, let's go to number one. When you're seeking God's will, make sure your plan lines up with God's word. It has to line up with God's word. If we're wanting to do his will, it needs to line up with his word. Amen? Let's look at Psalms 119.105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Literally, his word lights up our feet in the direction we should go. So you're not going to stumble because you, you literally are going to have light to know exactly where to go. And not only that gives you light to your path. It's going to be lit up. You're going to have light by his word to know you can even see where you're going. Amen? Amen? Going to his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. That is so important to know that when we go to God's word, and let me tell you, his word, he's got the answer to everything in life. Any question that you have in life, God has the answer in his word. Anything. So it's not, oh, you know, I'm not going to know what to do here because, you know, God does he probably doesn't have that. It was so long time ago. Oh, yes, he does. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? God is the same. He never changes. So even if trends are going on in this world, and you, and, and I mean, oh, this is what we're doing now. We don't do this anymore. Oh, that's old school. Forget the old school. This is God's way. This is the right way. God said, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So he is the truth. So he is the way. So we want to go to God's word to know what to do. And, and when, when you're, you're, let's say you're seeking, um, you're, you're um, needing a job. You don't have a job. Okay, you, you say, okay, um, let me go to God's word. Okay, God's word says I need to work, right? So you know it's his will, it's, it's, it's God's will for you to work. You need to be a provider. If, and, and nowadays, you know, both uh, spouses work to make, you know, to make things work nowadays. Not all, but God wants us to work, amen? So you know that you can go to God's word and, okay, I need to find a job, God now to lead me, Amen? He has the answer to every question in life. So you can go to his word. When you find it, you stand on it. When you're believing for that job, you go, God, it's your will for me to work, God. So show me what job is it that you're going to give me. Show me the job. Open the door for me. Amen? Um, let's go to number two. So number one, seeking God's will is make sure it lines up with your plan, lines up with his word. Number two, make sure your plan lines up with the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, the Holy Spirit and the Word, they're always going to line up. They're never going to contradict each other. The Holy Spirit and the Word are always going to line up. And when you do that, you will have peace. There is a, I call it my knower, the Holy Spirit, my knower. 
you're going to have peace and you're going to know. It's going to line up with the word. It's always going to line up with the word. You want to make sure it lines up with the Holy Spirit. Amen? In Psalms 143.10, in the King James, New King James, it says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Lead me to the land of uprightness. The Holy Spirit will line up with the word. Thank you, Jesus. I remember um, a while back, the kids were a lot younger. Coy had the opportunity. He was offered a job in San Antonio. It was for a very big paper. He would have been making a lot of money. And it was a great opportunity for him. I can remember Coy had to make a decision, and he had over the weekend to make a decision. And I praise God that he went through these five things. Amen? And I can remember myself praying and talking to God and saying, God, I know my, my husband is seeking you, so whatever he decides, Lord, I'm, I'm his wife, and I'm going to stand next to him, and I'm going to do and go wherever he goes. Amen? And I can remember we were praying, and we were praying, and the Monday he was supposed to make the decision, I, I, he hadn't made a decision yet. It was already Sunday. We were in church, and I can remember um, me being in service, not knowing what, was, what the decision was going to be the next day, and I remember thinking, looking at the congregation in the church we were in, and I remember thinking, oh, I, God, you know, thank you so much for this church. I love everyone here, but God... I want, we want your will, and if Coy's, if, if Coy's going to take the job, Lord, I'm ready to go. Whatever I need to do, I want, we want to be in your will. And I can remember that Sunday, we went to church, went out to eat, came home. We were at his parents' house, and Coy says, honey, let's go for a walk. So we're just walking in the neighborhood, and I love the wisdom of my husband. I thank you that he listens to the Holy Spirit, but I remember him, him saying, honey, I have prayed. I have prayed, and I've been waiting and been listening. And he says, and I haven't heard anything. So if I haven't heard anything and I just don't feel right in my spirit, he goes, we're not going anywhere. He goes, oh, we're, not, we're, we're, we're not budging, That's what he said. And I was, of course, I was, praise God, we're not leaving. But sometimes if you don't hear the go, for the Holy Spirit to, to have you go, then don't do anything. You don't do anything. You wait. Amen? And I praise God for, you know, for Coy listening to the Holy Spirit. I thank God that we stayed and we didn't move. And God gave Coy so many other opportunities and, and, and you know, better jobs that came later on. So I praise God for that. Amen? So it's, it's he didn't have that peace. And he didn't hear the go, so he knew not to go. Amen? Let's go to number three. Ask mature Christians for their advice. I'm telling you, these five things are going to save us a lot. <laughs> Ask mature Christians for advice. Notice it didn't say, notice it's not saying ask anybody. Right? Ask mature Christians. That's, that's people who have been in the Lord for a good long time and uh, you know that they have the wisdom of God. It's good to listen. L uh, let's look at Proverbs 15:22 in the NLT. Plans go wrong 
for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. So you want to go to mature Christians asking them, getting advice from them. You don't want to go and just ask anybody. Because you're going to hear a lot of different things. You're going to hear their opinion. And I, I know someone that knows if I call Ophemia, she's going to tell me the truth. But I know when she doesn't want to hear the truth, I know she's going to call somebody else because she's going to hear what she wants to hear. And she can keep going the direction she's going because they're saying, oh, yeah, that's okay. Keep on. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's all right. Because think about it. When you are seeking God, he's going to have the answer that's going to bless you and give you, give you success. But if the reason why we want to seek God, because we can have it so set in our mind that we're right, that it's the right thing to do. The right thing, it sounds like the right thing, but yet it's going to lead us to destruction, the word says. But we think it's right, but it's right in our own mind. So that's why it's very important that you seek advice from mature Christians. You can go to a pastor, you can go uh, to someone that you know that has been walking in the Lord and living for the Lord for a long time, amen? It's very, it's very important that you do that. So that's number three. Um, I, uh, I remember someone that was really seeking God about her marriage and it just hurt my heart because she was seeking God, but then she called someone that was not in the Lord and that person was persuading her and telling her, no, you don't want you want to be happy. So it's whatever you want to make you happy. And if he's not making you happy, you want out. Now, is that from God or is that from the world? It's the world's way of thinking. So she started thinking that way. And so that's why it's so important that when you're seeking God's will, make sure it lines up with the word, make sure it lines up with the Holy Spirit, and seek advice from mature Christians. Amen? Amen. Amen. Number four. Check your motives. Are you seeking to do what you want or what you think God wants? And that one, boy, that's a toughie because sometimes you can just, you can be so zeroed in and thinking, man, that's it. That's it. That's what I want to do. And uh, you're going to do anything and everything you can to make it happen. You know anybody like that? We've done that, haven't we? We're going to make it happen. You think, okay, whoever I got to push over here, whoever I got to move over here, you know, get this out of the way. I'm getting what I want. Is that from God? No, we want to seek God and we've got to check our motives. Is it something you want to do? Or is it, or is it what you feel like God wants you to do? Because we can be, we can be so deceived we can be so deceived thinking we're doing the right thing, but it's in our own mind. And God wants to save us from so much trouble. He wants to save us from so much trouble. Let's look at James 4.3. And even when you ask, you don't get it 
because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. And man, I mean, that's, that's, do you realize when you make decisions like that, it's not just going to affect you, it's going to affect your family. If you're married, it's going to affect your wife, and it's going to affect your children, if you have children. It's not just about you. So that's why it's so important that we seek God, because we want what he wants for us. Amen? And we have to check our motives. Check your motives. Because a lot of times, I hate to say, it's selfishness. And that's a toughie. Or you just are so zeroed in, I'm doing the right thing, and I'm doing it for my family, and by golly, this is the direction we're going to go. And it's, and, it, and it's sad because it's going to hurt the whole family. And they won't even listen to their spouse because they think they got it right. It's so important that you check your motives. Because I guarantee you, if you and your spouse love God and you're seeking God together, God's going to speak to both of y'all. And if, he, if, if it doesn't, if, if one says, well, just wait, let's just wait. You want to make sure that you're in unity. And I love it because God always brings it together. He always brings it together when you're seeking God together as a husband and wife. And when you're seeking God together on your own, he is going to answer you because it gives him more pleasure than anything to know they want to know what I want for them. I want to bless them. I want to bless them. That's what God wants to do for us. He wants to bless us. But, he, but we have to go by his will. Amen? I, I can remember I had the honor of, of uh, speaking at a women's conference in, in Africa, Central Africa. And, you know, I was praying, I, you know, God, is this your will? I want to go. And, I mean, he supernaturally had the funds for me to go. And, and then I was scared, and I didn't want to go because I was scared because I'd never been, you know, to another country and then Africa, above all places. And, uh, but I, you know, the fear, thank God I dealt with the fear and ready to go. So I'm like, thank you, Jesus, I'm going to get to speak at this women's conference. There's going to be like 16 nations there. I'm so excited, God. I'm so excited. So I'm, I'm getting ready to what I'm going to uh, uh, teach on, what I'm going to preach on. And I'm doing God's will, right? I've prayed. God provided everything for, for me to go. But I could, the lesson would not come together. And I was thinking, you know, they writ, I'm going to be speaking to a lot of women, and they really need to hear this. This is going to be good. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting it together, but it's not coming together. It's not coming together. And God takes me to a scripture, and it's on Mark 16, 17, about if you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. You'll cast out demons. That verse. And I'm thinking, God, why would, I, why would you want me to preach on that? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be talking to a lot of women here. And I, I, I remember... Going back to what I was thinking, this is what I was supposed to do, and um, I'm trying to get it together. It was like 20 hours on the airplane before we got to Africa, and my lesson would, my, my teaching would not come together. And I remember it was like two hours left before we were going to land. And um, I remember finally throwing my hands up in the air and go, okay, God, what, 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 what is it that you want me to do? And he takes me back to that verse. <laughs> and I went, okay, God, I'm going to be obedient. Forgive me for not being obedient the first time. And so when I sat down to put that lesson together, it just came together so easily. Praise God in two hours. 
So when, I, we, when we got to Africa and I taught, I was blown away. Thank you, God. You are so wise and so smart, and I am nothing. Because <laughs> when we got there, these, these people did not need to hear what I thought they needed to hear. There was a lot of witchcraft there. And they needed to hear that you can cast out demons. They needed to hear that you that the, the, the witchcraft was nothing according to God, that you can command it to go. And I was like, praise the Lord. And just when after I taught, man, I could just feel the presence of God so strong. And just hearing um, uh, all the, the, the things people had to say afterwards, that I had women coming up to me, what you taught on yes last night, she was like, I... I I started binding demons because I knew that there was witchcraft on my son. And she said, and I told that devil, I told him, in Jesus' name, you will not speak through my son no more. And she said, my son came into the room and he, and he said, Mom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I spoke to you that way. I mean, God just knew what they needed to hear. So praise God. I thought I was doing the right thing. See how I thought in my mind? I'm doing the right thing. And I'm doing it for God. But we have to seek God's will. Amen? We want to seek God's will on what, what he wants us to do in that situation. Because he'll tell us when to go, and he'll tell us when to stop. He'll tell us when to turn, and he'll tell us when to stop. Amen? Just kind of like that song. What has that song go where you go to the left, then you go to the, you go to the right, you go for He's going to tell us exactly what to do. I, don't, I can't remember the, but I remember watching the, the youth dancing uh, that in uh, Jessica's wedding. So anyway, um, God will show us. That is one thing that you can know. If I do, if I do these four things, and, and I'm fixing to tell you the fifth one, you're going to go the right direction. You're going to hear him clearly. You're going to know when to stop. I love it how, how uh, Paul literally, he literally obeyed the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit, no, you're not going over there. You're going this way. I love it. And he literally closed the doors for him twice. Let's, let's go to number five. Pray for God to open doors and close doors of circumstances. Pray for God to open and close the doors of circumstances. If you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit and you're not speaking in tongues, I encourage you, get filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Because not only do you pray for God to open and close the doors of circumstances, but you pray in the Spirit. And when you're praying in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect will of God for that situation. Amen? And the Holy Spirit is literally going to guide you on the direction to go. Amen? Let's look at Revelations 3, 7b through 8. From the one who is holy and true, the one who has the key of David, what he opens, no man can close, and what he closes, no one can open. I know all the things you do, and I have opened a door for you that no one can close. You have little strength, yet you obeyed my word and did not deny it. Wow. Wow. Have you ever, have you ever um, had somebody slam the door on you <laughs> or lock the door on you and you're like, I can't get in, I don't have a key? 
When God shuts the door, nobody can open it. I don't care. They, they don't have a key to open it either. <laughs> no one can open it. And if, if, if he opens the door, no man can shut it. So you can literally ask God, God, if this is from you, God, Lord, open the door so I can walk into it, Lord. Open the door that no man can close. Lord, if it's not for you, from you, Lord, shut the door. Because I do not want to go anywhere that's not in your will. Amen? And he will shut the door. And no man can open it. If you will do these five things in decisions that you make, you're going to free yourself from a lot of hurt. From a lot of hurt. There is someone here tonight that I feel like God is really talking to you about a decision you're about to make. And he wants you to seek him. And he's going to show you. But he wants you to seek him. Not about what you think. Because let me tell you, when we think we are going the right direction, it just, it seems right. Well, what's the saying in the world? But it feels good, so let's do it. Does that make it right? We don't go by feelings. We go by the word of God. We don't go because it seems like it's the right thing to do. Even logically, it seems like the right thing to do. That's why we, it's very important that we go to God in these five areas when we're seeking him because he's going he's gonna to direct us and he's going to stop us when we need to and he's going to open the door for us to go and he's, gonna, he's literally going to light our way. I had um, someone call me crying, telling me she had a dream, and uh, I'm praying in the Spirit as she's talking to me. And she goes, I had a dream, and, and Ophie, you came to mind, and I, I want to know, do you, you know, does this dream mean anything to you? So I'm, I'm, I'm listening, and I'm praying in the Spirit. And she said that she was in a, uh, a car. It wasn't her car. It was a big car, and she felt really small in it. And she's driving down the road, and it's real dark, and it's kind of scary looking. She said it was kind of spooky look, looking. It was, it was dark. And she's driving, and she's looking for this person, uh, this, this guy, and she's looking for him, and she's driving. She goes, it was so weird. I could barely look over the wheel because this, this car just was so big. She goes, well, and she goes, and I got so scared, and it was so spooky. Well, what do you think that means? So I said, well, let me call you back. So I started praying in the Spirit, and I started praying in the Spirit, and I called her back, and I, said, and I told her, I said, I don't know what's going on in your life, but I feel this is what God is saying. The reason why this vehicle did not, was not comfortable because it wasn't yours. You were in somebody else's vehicle, which means you were driving, looking for that person. You're, you're trying to walk in his life. You were in his car going down the road he's going, and it's not your life. This is not what God has for you. That's why you didn't feel comfortable. You could barely see over it because it was not yours. It was his life. This is the direction he's going. You don't want to go that direction because it's going to end in destruction. God is, God is letting you know. Don't go that direction. That's why you felt the way you did. And I believe that was God letting you know, my daughter, don't go that direction. You need to, you need to make sure that you don't hang around this person because 
he is causing you to go that, that direction, which was only going to cause you hurt. So God literally wants to show us because he only wants goodness for us. He says, Jesus says, I came to give you life, to give you an abundant life, a full life. He came for us for that. He loves us so much, but we have to want to line up with his will. We can't, we can't do what we want and try to make him line up with us. Golly, this is the way I'm going, and God, can you bless it? This is the way I'm going. Can you bless it, please, God, this way? This way. Have you ever, I teach little daycare kids, I know I talk about them all the time, when you're trying to lead them and they're pulling you the other way because they want to go that way, and you're going, no, 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 come on, we're coming this way, and they're pulling and pulling. That's what we do when we're trying to do things our way, but we're not seeking God. It's so important that we seek God. And remember, pray in the Spirit. If you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I encourage you. I would love to pray with you after service tonight to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit because the perfect will of God will be praying through you for that situation. And the devil hates it because he can't understand it. Because it's all of God and he's all of the devil, so he can't understand it. He hates it because he can't uh, counterattack. He can't try to figure out a scheme to, to get you to go the wrong direction because he doesn't know what you're praying about. He just knows that you're praying in the Spirit. And God is literally moving, and he's sending angels to do whatever they need to do for you because that's how much he loves us. Amen? I know it was short, but I hope it was some good meat. Amen? Amen? And, and if, if, if you do not know God through Jesus, if you've never accepted Jesus, it's going to be hard for you to seek him to do his will. Is there anyone here that has never prayed and accepted Jesus in their heart? If everyone could please stand. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anyone here that never has and wants to, what an honor it would be for me to pray with you. What an honor. Or, or let's say you have accepted Jesus, but you kind of walked away and kind of did your own thing. And now you want to come back home. Let me tell you, Jesus is here with open arms. And he says, come, my daughter. Come, my son. I'm here. I love you. Let me take your hand and lead you and guide you. Amen. If there's anyone here that would like prayer, thank you, Jesus. Come up front. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. You can stay right there. Praise God. Anybody else? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You know, sometimes people don't come up front, and that's okay. But to me, sometimes if you can't openly come up to let people know that you want Jesus in your heart, how's it going to be when you get out there in the world? When you walk out these doors? Jesus, God said, if you're ashamed of me, I will be ashamed of you. If you're ashamed of my son, I will be ashamed of you. God wants us. Thank you, Jesus. Keep coming. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus is right here. Do y'all feel the presence of Jesus? He's about to change your life. And let me tell you, this is the best decision that you will ever make. Sometimes people think getting married is the best decision. That's number two. Number one is asking Jesus into your heart. 
because he will literally change your life from the inside out amen i want you to put your hand on your heart and everybody else in here we're family put your hands on your heart and pray with them amen say god thank you so much for sending jesus to die on the cross for my sins thank you jesus thank you jesus wash me clean wash me clean take all my sins away our mission here at covenant life center is to help our world live give and love like jesus if our ministry has impacted you in any way we would love for you to email us at info at clcvictoria.org you can get connected with us through our social media at clc victoria and download our app.